1: understand what people mean now when they say that they are like in their grandpa era sure as i'm sitting here in like a big ass sweater yeah and these like slippers that i just got yeah oh. and my joints hurt <laughs> and i have my heating on and i just feel more kerugeny than i've ever been
2: yeah i feel like my bones are breaking <laughs> my spirit yeah is gone
1: broken already or, broken. have yeah. been broken
2: yeah I want to just like you know be the uh symbolism of the sleepy time bear at all yes. moments you know without the problematic history of the celestial tea
1: <laughs> situation Ugh. I think I want to be the bear from like
0: the good night moon book yes that's instead. great yeah for sure just like
2: the cozy Kermajini vibes. <laughs> like that's
0: Yes, that's the fall mood.
1: If it was safe enough for me, I would be playing bingo with uh, old people right now. Yes, completely, completely. Mainly because I do really fuck with the like bingo marker things. <laughs> yeah, like, like how do? What they... is that? Why does the ink work like that? How do they do that? What's the science? <sighs> Anyways, welcome to Into the Curmudgeon. Yes. <laughs> it's been that way for almost six years, and it will always be that way. Yeah, that is the vibe, the eternal vibe
2: of this podcast. Um, <laughs> welcome.
1: <laughs> we have been eternally cursed to be curmudgeon and also to talk about Twilight, and you might wonder how do those intersect, and I might say, go back to the text. <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's actually quite uh, self-explanatory, I feel. <laughs>
2: I cause. would argue
1: that Bella is carmogeny in every form. Yes. She's uh. a Virgo. Come on. All she reads is dusty old books. Right. She falls asleep early. <laughs> she doesn't have friends. Come on now. Yeah. Uh. I am glad that we have made it through to November, which if you've been following us for any length of time, you know that this is an important month. For the yes. show.
2: Right. It's anniversary season, baby.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> this show soon will be six years old. Ugh. Which is makes me feel very old. Yes. But we're here nonetheless. More importantly though, hi, how are you?
0: Hey man. Um hey, I'm man. chilling. I am also feeling cozy and
2: curmudgeon I'm leaning into I'm it. Glad to hear it. I want to talk about The Mole. (laughs) Okay. That's what I want to talk about this week. Good. Let's do it. Did you watch The Mole either this, what is currently on Netflix, or like 15 years ago originally on TV?
1: The old one, yes. The new one, I have not. Okay. So
2: I completely forgot about The Mole as a television concept, which is wild because it's my exact kind of like reality show jam, right? Um, like I remember back in the day where it was like fucking Anderson Cooper <laughs> like doing this like yes. presenting gig on it and I was very into it. And then Netflix was like, Oh hey, remember that show that got cancelled or like stopped making it itself like, you know, ten years ago? How about we do it again? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Sure. Absolutely. And if you are unfamiliar with the premise of the mole, it is that there is a group of people
1: And then it's the mole from the Atlantis movie. yeah so there's a literal (laughs) animated (laughs) mole yes correct they're all in a house together they're all
2: doing challenges to like make a lot of money but there's one person who is the mole who is actively trying to sabotage the situation and it's like a game (sighs) of like werewolf where you have to figure out who is you know the rat the mole um (sighs) of the scenario um and the way that the Netflix one does it, because I've obviously have not seen the original one in a, quite a long time. So my comparisons are off. Um, but it's very good because, A, the budget is, like, out the wazoo. Like, they rented, like, f- like full prisons They liked for all these, like, weird Whoa. challenges. They're all in Australia and, like, doing all these, like, wild helicopter rides. And, like, it's very, like dramatic in that sense which i the OG
1: one they traveled yes like, yeah they went to different places totally yeah
2: um yeah so this one they're all like relatively in australia and like going to different places in it but like they have like a home base they're not like actively going a lot of places good i mean good right which like yes because <laughs> they're kind of in like literally the middle of nowhere the whole time which is excellent but it's just like very smart because i think also in the past obviously few years of our collective experience the way people talk to each other and like pick up on signs and pick up on like language is fully different than it was before. And a lot of people have forgotten to like how to like talk to each other in person, right? Like, so there's like all these different like layers of things going on here. And also some people are just like either the mole or they're just really bad (laughs) and like (laughs) it's hard to tell what it is. Cause like every episode I'm like, I for sure know who it is. And then it's like, no, maybe they're just not good at this game or any game. <sighs> and it's fascinating.
1: The mole ruined me in mm-hmm. school yeah, because it is how I approached group projects, which is not what the show was. right? Like, it, the mole, <laughs> the, sh- the original show was not like, okay, now take what this show is right. and apply it to your daily life. But that is what I took from it was just like, there's always a saboteur, right? Exactly, <laughs> about like someone who's out to get me. <laughs> um, but that's my cross to bear. Damn, okay, I was not sure yeah. about watching the new one, but it sounds good, it's very good. It's like there's a lot of people who are incredibly frustrating,
2: but that kind of helps with the mystery of it, right? Like, okay, of just being like, Are you just annoying <laughs> or are you trying to sabotage? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but there's a every very interesting TV show too it's exactly
1: like, do you know the source material like <laughs> right do you have you studied have the you text watched have you done this? every season of right. amazing race
2: right so it is very good there's a very interesting range of folks there um I am very
1: invested in it um so that is my as my recommendation oh, wild okay damn it's been a minute since we talked about tv shows i know i'm back on my bullshit all right good
2: um how are you doing my friend
1: i am i'm doing okay i'm doing all right i will say um the the christmas creep has started
2: uh yeah (laughs) mariah carey has defrosted (laughs) we are ready
1: um the benefit is that a lot of the the holiday decorations that i have are not like throw up in your face Christmas. They just kind of look wintry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So I don't feel guilty for putting them up in November. Yeah. Because it's just like, I felt, I felt a little bit weird, you know, November one rolled around and I was like, why are there pumpkins in my home? (laughs) Right. Get it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm just like, okay, there's just like uh, trees here. This feels fine. Right. So that, I feel good about that. I think that I admitted this right, like a- less than a month ago. Mm. Um, I am still watching Grey's Anatomy. Yes. <laughs> um, I am still, I'm still, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I'm almost at the end of season eleven. Mm-hmm. Damn! So you've um, been making making waves, making I'm, progress. I am watching <laughs> watching <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Unfortunately, um, but my happy thing this week is. The, Gina Davis, because I forgot that Gina Davis does like a whole ass stint on Grey's Anatomy. I it like took my breath away. Yeah, because I was like, sorry, my first crush. Like I can't (laughs) handle this. Grey's Anatomy. I can't. I need to go away. (laughs) I'm sorry. So. Jeannie Davis, hello. (laughs) I will say, like, my first, my first, like, human crush, right? Because, like, we'll be on, like, listen, this is a safe space. (laughs) We've all had crushes on animated characters, right? Sure. Absolutely. Human nature. Right. It's just, that's just how it works. But, like, when I was, like, looking at this, right, because it's been a minute since I've really just, like, taken a gander on Jeannie Davis's IMDb. I was really looking and I was like, fuck, man, she's really been in, like, everything I love. Mm. Um because like the the titular like moment TM for me with Gina Davis was a league of their own. Obviously. Yeah. Hello. Totally. Um, but it's like Thelma and Louise. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And then also Stuart Little. (laughs) Excuse me? Famously. (laughs) Um, here's what I'll say. You might be like listening to this and screaming, why am I not saying Beetlejuice? Here's the thing, uh, for a long time that movie scared me. Yeah. Um, not because it's scary, but specifically the Beetlejuice. And I'm not gonna say it another time. Right. I don't <laughs>
2: don't want to um, enter him into my. Heart.
1: <laughs> I I just can't deal with that today. I've mm-hmm. I have plans after this. I need to clean my house. Um, it just the the makeup of that really freaked me out. Really spooked you, yeah. It just, it really just, I didn't vibe with it. But everyone else in that, save Mr. Alec, um, I vibed with, right? Yeah. It was just great. I'm just very thankful that Gina Davis exists, that, and like, and also, like, as of late, Glow, which, like, pulled it out, right? Yeah, rip. Um, and I think a lot of people were also like, damn, Gina Davis is in She-Ra? Like, hello? <laughs> yeah. I'm just very grateful that this tall ass woman exists and has been in just like every titular thing since I was a kid. And I'm just like, thank you for your service. And I hope for my sake that you outlive me because I don't want to (laughs) deal with that personally. Yeah. Um, But I'm just very grateful that this woman was like i feel like an outcast i've wanted to act since i was like six years old and god damn it i'm gonna do it
0: god we, we love. <laughs> i don't give it. a
1: fuck what you all say i think it was like
2: the oscars or one of those uh, award shows last year or something where they did like a whole tribute of her maybe it was the Emmys I don't remember um but she was there with like one of the charities that she does a lot of work for or something yeah um and they just did like a whole supercut of like every great thing she's been in and she was just being there tall and beautiful and it was awesome I was like fuck yeah respect for our girl Gina Davis
1: I just love her so much we love to see it, and it's one of those things it's her career is one of those things where I just forget every single thing she's been in until I look at it. And I'm like, God damn, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) What are your royalty checks? Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, so thank you, Jeannie Davis for your service. Absolutely. Um, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that more people are probably rewatching the, a league of their own movie because of the TV show. Yeah, totally. And falling in love with her and Madonna. Um, (sighs) so important. God damn it. All right. I'm watching that movie tonight. That's. I, it's <laughs> I got to do it. Um, speaking of important figures of my youth, can we talk about Stevie Nicks for a second? Always. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so friend of the family, showbiz, cheat sheet. Yeah. Uh, has given us this fantastic and important information. We've talked about Stevie Nicks with read Twilight before. This is not new news. Um, God, there's just a huge ass ad for young Sheldon on this article. (laughs) That's so, I hate it. Um, Stevie Nicks was like, BT Dubs, uh, (laughs) love these movies, love this work. Thank you so much. I need to talk about how specifically the scene in new moon relates to me and me personally god so apparently in harper's Bazaar, this came out in 2011 i don't know what the fuck she's doing like bringing this up yeah. as of last week but thank you um, i guess but thanks i guess she was like i saw new moon when i was on tour with fleetwood mac yeah just <laughs> just imagine just like a matinee before going on tour And when Bella just sat there in the window crying for months because she thought she'd never see Edward again, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Stevie goes on to say, it happened to me twice when there was no explanation. It was just over. And that doesn't surprise me, knowing Stevie Nicks and her Hmm. music. But I just love, I love that. I, yes, the fact
2: that she was like, it happened to me twice. (laughs)
1: It's so, it's so good. Um, I love her. I love her. And honestly, it is a mood.
2: You know, every time. I also
1: love that they continue to, to talk about um, this scene and how she was like so inspired that she did write yeah. a song about uh, it, which I think we've talked about before. But yeah. I just it's important that you all remember that that it does exist. Right. We can't let that be
2: lost to history. You
1: know, it's got to bring no. it up every
2: now and again. <laughs>
1: We just can't let people, like, find that on TikTok and be like, did you know? And it's like, yes, we did know. Yes. (laughs) We knew. This is uh, just a random aside, because Venom is not... Well, I would say that Venom is not part of our um, current events content, but we did watch fucking... What was that? Vampire. It's already out of my brain. Uh, Morbius? (laughs) Morbius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, and that was Venom, re- that was Venom adjacent. Sure. So like, it is kind of, it's all of within this, the fiction, so. I guess. Yeah. It's all connected. Um, so Venom three, I did forget that there was a second one, but <laughs> they're making a third one.
2: Yeah.
1: There's a new director coming in named Kelly Marcel. And if that name doesn't sound familiar, I just want to say, excuse you, (laughs) because (laughs) um, Sony is tapping into this immense talent because Kelly Marcel not only co-wrote both of the Venoms before this, Mm -hmm. um, but also wrote Cruella, Fifty Shades of Grey, Mm -hmm. Saving Mr. Banks, and also the television series that I don't know, Terra Nova. Hey, what a rap sheet, you know. <laughs> what a I I listen, Sony, it's your money.
2: Right. Do whatever you want with it.
1: <laughs> Apparently, you're going to do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Um I just also want to know why Disney thought like, here's the resume of this person who wrote 50 Shades of Grey. Right. That's not brand obviously safe. the book. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't EL James going under a different name. Yeah. Um but they were like, yeah, Cruella, sure. Let's get that snark in here. It'll be great.
2: <laughs> yeah. I do love the yeah. idea of like the folks, the fine folks at Sony are like, who, who do we peg <laughs> to direct our, the, the third of our beautiful Venom movies? Um, surely the great minds behind Cruella and Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. I think that's beautiful. I think that says a lot about what the the trajectory of Venom 3 (laughs) is going to be. That's what the fans want. Right. Like, what if Venom 3 is just going to be really horny, you know? People have been clamoring for it to be, you know, it's already a gay rom-com from what I have been told. (laughs) That is what I have gathered. Right. So I think this could just push it a step further. Let's go. I'm into it got to yes. get butts and seats, you know, somehow. Sony's really Stop. clamoring for it. They're really trying to get people going back to the movie theaters. So,
0: you know. Yes,
1: I get Speaking it. of horny. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um so I while while tumbling on Twitter, sure. <laughs> um and watching fires happen there, I I was accosted with with a with a survey mm. that I felt like I needed to share with you, and so I would like to provide a treat for you. And this is where you can now open the link I've told you not to open. All right, I'm opening it. Um, could you share with the class what this is? Oh, hold on. Uh oh.
2: Mm. <laughs> mm. I mm. this is a BuzzFeed quiz. Really going yeah. back to our roots here, titled Yukio. Or Fifty Shades of Grey. Which on principle I hate.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's I I want to know, first of all, why the person so the person who shared this onto my Twitter feed who had taken it is someone that I very much admire. Mm. Is an author that I very much appreciate. Sure. Uh, and so I was very confused why I was seeing it there and not on our collective Twitter account, where sure. I expect to see this content. Right. Um I will say that the year that this was published makes a lot more sense to me of it being 2016 <laughs> sure when when this podcast came out yeah
2: uh-huh.
1: i just want to know why the person who made this forbidden season <laughs> yeah. uh, thought these two needed to go together
2: yeah i mean i would assume that too but it seems like if all of these quotes are one or the other and not all just <laughs> Fifty Shades. Maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! was a lot more sick and twisted than I remember.
0: I hate it, but
1: I did need to share it with you.
2: No, I do appreciate this, even though I do uh, morally and physically reject it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I do love that there are literally so many examples in this list, in this quiz.
1: Someone spent a lot of time making it.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. So thank you Forbidden Season for your service i
1: guess (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) no um but i will give you the honor of sharing the email that we got because it's not forbidden and it's not bad absolutely
2: this is from one of our patrons emily ozara
0: um
2: who writes Here I am, listening to this week's episode, and right off the bat, you bring up Guy Fieri, when this was me all weekend. Thanks for always making my week better. Little emoji with the tiny hearts around it. Um, And it is a picture of Emily Ozera as Guy Fieri for Halloween. And it is perfection. So accurate. It's incredibly accurate. It's, they got everything going on here. The flame shirt, absolutely. The rings, the the cool hair. The rings. The rings are very I love it. The everything. It's it's all that's Guy Fieri. If you if you told I, if you show me a picture, I'd be like, That's Guy Fieri.
1: <laughs> yeah, I see no difference personally. Right. They're the same picture. I love it so much. Emily, thank you for your service of dressing up as the mayor of Flavor Town. Right. I also do want in on all of the good snackage that it's you It's an incredibly have. good spread going on here. The decor is um,
2: fire the food spread incredible the art now i'm just like looking into your home so i feel this feels a little bit vulnerable here (laughs) everything is great here
1: i i know that you had shared a photo of i don't know if it was your friend or your partner or roommate um that i did not include but i could only hope that they were dressed as the 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 neglected son (laughs) The neglected fear. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. The lost Um, fear. That's included on Diners, Drive-Its, and Dives now. And he's, like, tall and lanky. Yeah. And um, that's my hope. anyways. so this brought me so much joy. Thank you, as always, for your work and your gifts. Yeah, absolutely. I... When we last left off, at the halfway point (laughs) of Vampire Academy, season one, we... Saw a trial go bad mm. and not not like a judge Judy trial no <laughs> more like a <laughs> though that would have I mean that's in the book also I would have loved to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, more like a you're stuck in the woods. here's things sure survive trial go bad um Mikhail got got yeah. I don't remember if it was Dean or Herc who got got as well. Uh,
2: our favorite but one of the characters.
1: <laughs> ones that we care so deeply about. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, things didn't go well. Namely, yeah, there. That is important to leave off with. So, episode six. Um, how how are you feeling?
0: I, mm, I have questions. <laughs> I am please. Things
2: are going in interesting directions, but I'm also like, what? Because <laughs> last episode too, we were like, where is this gonna go? Like timeline, rise, right? Because obviously, yeah. with with uh, Mikhail and not being Mason, and so that being a whole different perspective of this going on, right? Yes, and so it's really confused like this episode sort of starts with um rose having this like you know there's this uh ceremony right for the the marks right yes and she is incredibly upset and like essentially refuses it right and like runs away because she feels all this guilt about mikhail and i was kind of confused by that because like obviously they had like a bond and like they knew each other and they were friends but they essentially it seems like they're kind of putting that sort of Mason trauma on Mikhail yes. and Rose right um and it doesn't feel the same because like we don't have Absolutely that same not. relationship with Mikhail that we did and we currently do in the series with Mason right even though it's Mason notably not in this episode at all. No where the fuck is Mason like what is going on um. So that felt like weird. Like I get it's an easy fix of like not having to do because like to set up the Mason stuff. There's a lot of other things you have to set up, right? So mm-hmm. it's an easier thing to like cut to and like put on someone else. But it just doesn't like hit the same because it didn't no, seem like they had that when, close like, they of a relationship.
1: Do they do the like flashback mm-hmm. to try and emphasize the emotional weight and all they have to pull from for Mikhail is them doing the like foot kick that's it and that was like very recent so it's like not you know it's it doesn't like hit
2: there's not like a montage you could be like oh man I'm really feeling the 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 weight of this guilt and like the weight of doing this um right. it's like there's not much material
1: to really go off from here It was so annoying to see Rose deny getting the Monja, the tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it was only going to be one, when in the book it's two. Like it's notably Spokane, it's the evil old vampire and then his like uh, partner. Yeah. That's there. And so, it, and again, I think this comes back to the complaint that we've had before, right? Where it's like, everything that we love about Rose is being watered down
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this series. Mm-hmm. And we're getting some of it. Like, the panic attack that she has when she leaves this uh, ceremony is touching a little bit at the emotions. But totally. book Rose wouldn't have run away. No. Like, that is not... And some of the email that they touched on from her mom is trying to get at the fact that, like, you have to do this. This is mm-hmm. your duty. You can't run away from this. So I was kind of bummed out to see that, like, she should be having these feelings, but Book Rose would have just, like, had that panic attack later. Right. And not yeah. run away. And yeah, especially, like, in private. Because she's like, no one else could know that I'm
2: fragile. Or, like, have exactly. emotions in any way. Ugh. <sighs>
1: I will say something that we got in this episode that we did not get in the book at all mm-hmm. was Mia being literally tortured. Um, yeah. And like, we get that in the book in Spokane, mm-hmm. right. Um, but this was a different situation. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was, I don't, I mean, I don't like it for me as character. Cause in the show, I love her in the book. I didn't like her. Right. Yeah. Um, but I thought that it was interesting because I feel like in the show, they're doing a much better job of emphasizing how offensive magic isn't just like a crime,
2: mm-hmm. but it's
1: also a sin.
2: Right. And it's I like think
1: that that was bad. obviously like said in the book, but mm-hmm. because we're getting it from Rose's perspective, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about Jesus. (laughs) Right. She's like, I don't care. Like, that doesn't... That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Whereas in the show, they're like, if you do this, we are going to literally torture you with this, like, Mm old-ass torturing device. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. (sighs) Nasty. Yeah. not Not a fan of that. I think that it was, like... Especially seeing... I thought that it was an interesting choice too because we're like getting so messy with the timelines Mm -hmm. that in the actual book, Mia went to, she went to the royal, I guess they call it the tour here, but she went to the palace to train Mm -hmm. after her mom, I think, died. Whereas in the show, like specifically in this episode, she was like, so Christian, You're here. I'm here. She's like, no, I'm not hitting on you, asshat. Just teach me how to use magic. (laughs) That's it. That's all. (laughs) Um, And I thought that their relationship in this episode was really interesting. And we got a little bit more of what I wanted between Rose and Christian. Yeah, we're finally getting, like, that dynamic. Yeah. A little bit. Which is nice. And thankfully, Mia um, has... (sighs) Unlike in the book, she has like a good head on her shoulders, Mm -hmm. and it's like Christian, you dumbass, your parents don't want to just like chill and vibe with you. No, that's not the intention, homie. (laughs) They're not just like
2: asking you to hang out for like Thanksgiving and like have dinner.
1: Like, come on now. They don't want you to just like make stuffing for them, homie. They want you to be the stuff. Like, no,
2: yeah.
1: (sighs) I liked, I liked that interaction between the two of them, though. Yeah. So, um, I also thought that it was interesting that because of what happened with fucking Jesse telling on Mia, mm-hmm. Sonia had to be the one to go on the tour. Yeah. Like, they made a whole thing of being like, well, you're,
2: you know, not upstanding of, you know, mm-hmm. these morals or whatever. And Sonia's just like, I'll go. <laughs> like, just like, spark in there, like... I can do it. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, because I guess in the backdrop of all this, they're going on their their tours, their their little excursions, in, in addition to all this chaos that's happening, which is fun. I feel
1: like it also doesn't make any sense that Rose would have gone to do the relocation assignment mm-hmm. and not been by Alyssa's side. Yeah. Very strange. And I get it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get why if they are trying to do that mikhail is mason's backstory Mm -hmm. then she would want to try to get some closure from that grief right but that's your bond babe what are you doing come
2: on now we're not at that point yet we're just like separating ourselves
1: No, no, absolutely not. Especially when she's starting, like, Rose is aware at this point that Lissa is dealing with the darkness, TM. Mm-hmm. I have I have questions. This is where it's starting to make me think that, like, I do think that the two showrunners that we have mm-hmm. have read the source material. I, that's clear to me. Um, but I think that it's stuff like this, that it's clear that Ferrero was not involved. Yeah. Completely, because the motivations that are happening with these characters is not mm. there. No, it's so, at times so different. Yeah,
2: um I will say did enjoy that we get a little Mia me Meredith kiss going on
1: here. Oh my god! Okay, I totally thought that because this is an NBC thing, right? Right, like it's Peacock, right? But it's still NBC that they were going to be like, well, we gave you Victor. And his beautiful husband, who I don't remember his name, Papa, is what Sonia calls him. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, we gave you one. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you one gay couple. Yeah. That's it. We're doing it for the queers and that's it. Right. When they... (laughs) When me... (laughs) Because that happens at the end of... um, Mia and Christian's training right she gets that yeah. call mm-hmm. and she hears on the phone something happened to Meredith and I've never seen <laughs> Mia run as down those stairs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's literally like it's a smoke it's like a puff of smoke she's yeah she's to doing. go yeah oh my god <laughs> um and Meredith listen she's down bad because even though Lissa only got like a little bit of her glow Mm-hmm. on her. And thank God, otherwise Meredith would have been dead. Yeah. After that attack. And I will say, the reason why I mentioned Herc and or Dean at the beginning is because the other one who didn't die last episode did die this episode.
2: Yeah. So they, they both popped his head off. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, so if Herc, if Herc was the one who died last episode, then Dean is the one who died at this episode, which right. is why we don't care about them. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so Meredith got her chest like absolutely ripped the fuck out totally Lissa yeah. saved her a little right yeah. so she's like now in critical condition Meredith looked down bad mm-hmm. but as soon as Mia walked into the room oh my god she like lit up and I was dying over it was it. so cute and when they we saw them a little bit later towards the end when Mia was like asleep on her little bed yeah Uh, fucked up i was dying how dare you do this to me how how dare you think this is okay (laughs) Uh, we also i
2: will notably uh, we get we get adrian finally okay
1: i must have seen when i had mentioned this to you before i must have seen the actors like hey i'm an actor photo they're like headshot yeah Because the photo that I saw looked absolutely nothing like Adrian in this. And I say that in a really good way. Yeah. I have been very openly critical about Adrian in the books. Yeah. (laughs) Save like the last half, I think, of the fourth book that we read. Yeah, right. And I I stand by it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I stand by it. Unfortunately, when I saw Adrian in the show with those bags under his eyes and looking thick as fuck which is not how he was described in the books i um would do anything for that man yeah
2: because like he this guy is really good at being adrian because i am you know when i read this you know the first time a very long time ago you know adrian has all the check marks of like asshole you know yes love interest right he's like incredibly wispy he's like got dark hair uh, he's, like, always smoking clove cigarettes. He's an asshole. Um, and this guy is, like, carrying that energy, but in a different way. And, like, him just, like, being, like, in a robe <laughs> like at his own party is incredibly good. Um, He looks tired all of the time. I, I'm obsessed with how he's doing this.
1: I love him. Because the way that, like, Adrian in the book was described was, mm-hmm. like, he knew... Something was wrong with him, but he was being so overt with, like, I don't give a fuck energy. Yeah. And it was like, you're projecting too hard, so I don't like you. Mm -hmm. Whereas the way that this actor is playing it is like, it's so clear with both the costuming and the makeup. And I think the actor, too, he's playing it like he knows he's dying. Mm -hmm. and something about that because of what we are seeing with the darkness Mm -hmm. makes so much more sense with adrian totally and i love it because Mm -hmm. he's like surrounded by opulence he's got all the money in the world this fucking art collection hello it's wild and he doesn't he doesn't care Mm -hmm. because he's like every time i use my magic i'm dying more right i oh no oh no that's not what I wanted (laughs) this is gonna be a
2: problem for me
1: (laughs) I did not want to like Adrian
2: yeah I love and the way
1: that they showed the dream oh it's so good
2: um that was one of the better um ways of them depicting magic on this because like before we see obviously we've seen lissa use her compulsion and stuff and like the little talking speaking lines coming out of her mouth Ugh. you know it's like you know it works whatever it gets the job done um but first she like does that she like gets an invite to this party that she's not supposed to be in right but it's like i need right. to see his art collection maybe it'll tell me about uh Nerd. saint vladimir um and he's like no i'm not going to show you my art it's very important to me and she does her compulsion twice. And you can tell it's not working on him. Like, he knows it's what not she's working. doing. You can tell she kn- he knows what she's doing. But he, like, still kind of plays into it. Because he's like, I got nothing better to do today. <laughs> And also, like, this will be a fun, you know, situation.
1: Yeah, might as well figure out what's going on. <laughs>
2: right, might as well just, like, see this through, you know?
1: Um, and then, like, she falls asleep
2: um, after what looks like she's one doing rip one rip of like a, a bong that looks like a test tube, like a test tube
1: um. oh my god and he warns her by the way he's like you probably shouldn't drink and smoke and she's like right. fuck it yeah like
2: i'm out and then immediately collapses um and they have this like conversation that feels very seamless um and he's like wake up and she's like what and she's back alone on the couch where she was and he like walks in
1: and it's so good it's so good and the whole thing about lissa is that like she should have known from the jump that like the compulsion didn't work because the way that it was described in the books is that when compulsion works they they people get almost like glazed eyes Mm -hmm. because they're not doing it of their own volition. Whereas Adrian was like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) sure. I'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do this as long as you just like, don't touch my shit, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh no, I don't want to love him. That's a problem. Yeah, because he looks okay. Here's the unfortunate thing: watching him made me understand why people love Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I just yeah. want to feed him soup. Yeah, I. I just think he's like a sickly little boy, <laughs> and that's such a problem. Because when I look at him, I love him, and I don't want to. And I, no. I think the problem too is like knowing the way that he interacts with Rose. I. Fucking cannot wait to see what mm. he does around her, oh. and that shit annoyed me in the book. But yeah. I feel like it could work now.
2: Yeah, I think he can pull it off in a way, and especially the way Rose's character is too now.
1: Like, I think mm, oh, delicious. No. <laughs> so, b plots that are happening, yes. right? This tour, right, is 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 important, right? Mm. That's like what is they're supposed to be rich people spending rich money, but yeah. also it's to like, uh, help choose a new heir. Right. The first place that they stopped at, which is like before Lissa gets a invite to Adrian is this province where the first party, they wear all white, very culty, very creepy, very Midsummer. Yes. With these flower crowns. Absolutely. One of the things that we notice that happens is we've seen before that Sonia can pick up auras because she's a spirit user too. Mm -hmm. One of the things that they showed this episode that we hadn't seen in the books before is she can also pick up memories with her auras Mm -hmm. and it's just like a snapshot. I, I don't know if it's the most recent or if it's like the most powerful, Yeah, but she's using it to help victor who's obviously like trying to help get the crown and is like hey um jesse's an asshat obviously (laughs) knew that um because the notes that mia gave Sonia are like too complicated for her
0: Mm -hmm.
1: she's like um jesse's an asshat and also his dad lord zeklos um is a fuckwad Yeah. Who, by the way, this isn't the first episode that Lord Zeklos has been in, but something about this episode, that dude should be in a fucking Game of Thrones (sighs) series because he scares the shit out of me. He's so terrifying. He's got... I don't... I don't like that man. Like, the actor's fine. He's doing his job, but he scares me. (laughs) But I'm scared of him. (laughs) I don't like it. Um, The... During the relocation thing, because Rose is obviously gone, girl, mm-hmm. um, the first place that they have to in this whole relocation thing, I don't really understand it. I think it's part of a it's part of the whole like population control.
2: Yeah. But
1: the person who's heading all of it is fucking Mason's dad. Yep. And he's a really bad guy. Yeah. He's hot, but he's a
0: really <laughs> bad guy. Yeah, he's really attractive, but fundamentally evil. <laughs>
1: he's a really evil dude. Um, and the first place that Rose, and obviously Dimitri, because Dimitri's the one that's heading it, Avi, um, yeah. they go to is Mikhail's town that mm-hmm. he grew up with, and specifically his dad, who's still there, and his sister, who's a guardian. Right. And I loved this, that, like, Rose walked into their house, like, didn't fucking knock or anything. <laughs> and like, What's up, <laughs> no manners, this woman. Um, and, like, says hi to Sasha, who's Mikhail's sister. Mm-hmm. And immediately Sasha's like, Rose, fuck you. Right. <laughs> and just leaves.
0: <laughs> oh, God. So
1: good. It was so good. Anyways, the whole thing that I love about Rose is that, Dimitri and Rose this whole time have been, like, we don't agree with what's happening of, like, having to move all of these people here. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're having this little, like, tiff because Rose wants Sasha to be able to leave. And Dimitri's like, I have to follow orders. And Rose has the audacity to say, I don't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. As if her mom isn't Janine. Right. Right. Come on, excuse me, excuse me. Um, there's, there's a part during this Midsommar dinner where Jesse is being a little bitch baby. Um, to be fair, he was trying to go after this woman he was trying to suck blood with before, and then yeah. his dad like smacked him into stone, so he was like going through it. Yeah. Um, but he told Eddie. He touched Eddie, which don't do that. Yeah, he was like, dare. We need to leave. Get early. away from him. <laughs> and they left before the convoy, which mm-hmm. this man Jesse never follows orders. He's so entitled. I don't know why the show is trying to make me care about Jesse. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but because they did that, there was a trap that the Stragoy set. And that's yeah. what led to Herc or Dean being killed mm mm-hmm. uh mayor almost dying, and then honestly, Jesse almost dying because they did try to pull him out of the car
2: yeah they they were getting pretty close for sure,
1: yeah, it was not going it was not going well um the I was trying to think of what else happened. There was a point near the end of the episode where. Tatiana Ooh. was yeah. provoking. and she's been trying to do this, right? Like we know that Tatiana in this show specifically right. is a shitster. She's really good at it.
2: Yeah, she's been playing a really good double game at this moment. Um, yeah. But now it seems like she's kind of like paving a certain direction for herself. Um, and obviously, like Victor's really trying for the crown, and so is Tatiana. <sighs> and Tatiana kind of just goes off and being like, you know, Victor was irresponsible, and also like Mikhail was a bad guardian in general, and just oh, like, yeah, because she's talking fully, to Mason's dad, right? Just like fully going off and talking shit, um, and obviously at the side of this, uh, Sonia gets like super worked up about it, and to the point where like you can see like the darkness take over, and her fangs come out, and like <sighs> essentially attacks her, which makes everyone obviously scramble and makes like victor look really bad um and tatiana like this oh how poor soul whatever um but yeah very mm, it's
1: not looking great for for our homeboy and i feel like because it's tatiana and she's really crafty like that Uh um she would have said something to instigate if it wasn't Sonia, because originally it was going to be Mia, she would have said something to instigate either of them, right? Totally, yeah. Uh, to make Victor look bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it was very intentional. But because it was Sonia, she was saying stuff like to Sonia beforehand of like, mm-hmm. Mikhail should have been at a desk job. Yeah. Stuff that was like really fucky and didn't make any sense. Um, right. And so naturally like it made, it made Sonia look they were saying like it made her look quote like a rabid animal
0: Mm. when they were Mm -hmm.
1: playing it on the news. It's so, it was just really shitty. Yeah. Um, but there was a Rose and Dimitri were setting up for, they were trying to like lure Stragoy in at this town that they were at still. And they set up this like Rose did, by the way, she set up this like fire circle. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought it was like super smart, right? Because the or the Strigoi could only go through one thing, and then they just jumped over the fire. I don't.
2: It's <laughs> like okay, maybe that didn't work. <laughs>
1: it uh, yeah, did look very um, sick,
2: though. It was a very cool shot of like that. It was big
1: cool, big fire circle. Um, but then I thought it was super hot when they touched backs while they were fighting. <sighs> yeah, because that's like the whole they they mention that a lot in the books that Rose and Dimitri do that when they're they're like really in sync that they touch mm-hmm. back so I was like oh that's hot
2: right <laughs> um,
1: so I loved that um, I also loved that eventually um, Dimitri did lean in and say that Sasha had quote like died mm-hmm. on on the pyre even though she like Rosa told Sasha to run which I yeah. thought was very good um, yeah. so the fact Dimitri that he... really like bucking authority there the
2: way he handled it too of um... Because Rose is just going to come out and say it. Um, yes. She's like, can I speak? And Dimitri was like, absolutely not. And just like told that lie. Oh. I was so hot.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So at the end of this episode, I, Lyssa is like high as fuck. She's playing with these balloons. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny for no reason. And she's like, damn, Adrian, you're a spirit user. That's dope. Yeah. Um, we should like talk more. We should link up. And he's like, <laughs> and the Adrian's like, okay, Lissa, <laughs> you're weird. Um, which is a complete opposite from how they are in the books, yeah. and I appreciate that a lot. Um, the actual end of this episode, I was having heart palpitations yes. and struggling to breathe <sighs> <sighs> because. It's so, like, this is not how the book went. And so I was mm. like, first of all, you can't just, like, change stuff up on me.
2: Yeah, you can't catch me off guard <laughs> like this.
1: But also, I was just like, it's, we know that in the book, Dimitri has a real thing for, like, not just Rose's hair, but, like, her neck. Yes. He's a real freak like that. Right. Um, And so after this, uh, after the whole, like, fight and them having this, like, weird interaction with... This, like, Mikhail, uh, new captain who's not Alberta. Mm-hmm. They're, like, giving, Demetrius the one who's giving her her tattoo. Ugh, which, like, okay. hello, hello. Um, and so, obviously, like, she has her hair pulled up, right? <sighs> yeah. And she has, like, she has her usual, like, jacket, tap, like, tank top thing. It's, mm-hmm. like, pulled down a little bit so that, obviously, like, he can reach. Yeah, so we can like see we can see cleavage. Yeah, great, good, um, and so he gives her the mark, and then because ice packs would be inefficient, he uses a fucking ice cube. God. Afterwards, this man. <sighs> And so the like, it's just the two of them, right? I don't know where the fuck they are, but like tensions are high. Yeah. And you see Rose turn around and she does the thing where like her lips are parted oh. and you can just like tell she's like, this, I, this shouldn't turn me on, but like it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they just, they, it's not just one kiss. They are like kissing. Yeah.
2: Oh, how dare they?
1: How dare they? You need Excuse a warning me. for this, Peacock. Because, like, if I remember right, in the book, they didn't. I can't remember. Did they kiss before Victor's spell on the necklace? I don't think so. I think that was the first time that they had, like. Right. Because almost yeah. done something. Because she had, like,
2: had a lot of feelings, obviously, about it, but, like, was was never pushed over the edge until i think exactly the victor thing yeah
1: damn fuck damn it was just there was just a lot that was happening yeah um and i was not i was not expecting it to end with like mia in meredith's bed Which was already like, yeah, hello. I was not, and it wasn't. I will say it was not. It was very pure, right? Because obviously, like, Meredith's, like coming back from the dead. It was just very like kind and soft, and I love that. Yeah. And then on the opposite end, we have these two feral, (laughs) just like literally (laughs) sticking stuff into skin. Um. Anyways, I was struggling to breathe. Yeah. There. But it was very good. So good. We have four more episodes left. Oh my gosh. Which is wild. Yeah. I can't believe. Um, I know. But we have some amazing patrons to thank. Do you want to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black.
0: Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ow. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Karp. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ow. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Ow, ow. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, (gasps) our mom, (gasps) Kelly Beck. Mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ow, ow. Thank you to Dan Seklos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you
1: to Mayor of Flavortown, Emily Ozera.
2: Thank you for your service. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, thank you to
1: Jaylene Ivishkov. Ooh. I have a fanfiction for you that I found. Hell yeah. This is by the author Impact Velocity. Okay. It is titled Aftermath. The summary right. is filling in some of the blank spaces between Meredith and Mia scenes. Uh, and this was published two weeks ago. Lovely. I will be reading from chapter one which is titled i should be sleeping <laughs> <laughs> uh okay she was worried she was worried this girl is going to be the death of her then again she's trained to be a guardian samaroy was always going to be the death of her she might as well enjoy her demise if she lets her mind water it keeps ending back at Mikhail and the look on Eddie's face when she told him. So she's trying to focus on nicer things, like Mia. Mia, who really shouldn't have been out there, outside the wards. Bad shits out there. But Mia's one of the sharpest people she knows, and the Srigoi threat is pretty fucking obvious. She knew what she was doing. She always knows what she's doing. Meredith always admired that about her. That brings her back to she was worried. Worried enough to take a jaunt into Strigoi territory with Jesse Zeklos, of all people. Ew. If she's ever met a man that defines that German word that means a face in need of a fist, it's that guy. (laughs) Giving him a black eye or, ooh, breaking his nose would have been extremely satisfying. Cathartic, even. Seeing him choke had started off feeling that way but he really wasn't worth Mia getting into that kind of trouble. Killing a royal would bring. Mia, the woman willing to risk getting turned into the undead just to make sure Meredith was all right. Okay, that part's not terrible. A little terrifying, maybe, but the sweep of warmth that washes over her every time she remembers that bit has her fighting to keep a smile off her face even though it's dark. End scene
0: oh so cute i hate these two god i hate
1: them (laughs) i hate them and i love them i hate them and i love them so that has uh several chapters um and is very sweet and pure so enjoy that while you wait for us to review the next episode oh incredible (sighs) literally blushing it's so annoying i hate it yeah well folks tell your friends about the show yes use your friends peacock login to watch vampire academy
2: yeah we let us get another season please god
1: yeah i feel like i'm worried that this is going to end in a way that's going to piss me off because we're not going to get any resolution yeah and i'm very terrified of that (laughs) Because yeah. we might not get a season two, so <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah. And until next week, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh.